You are listening to Cap Builder Talk with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people, talking about real issues facing small business today. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Hey, this is Mark Parham, your business coach, welcoming you back to another episode of Cat Builder Talk, real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. As usual, I'm going to ask you, how you doing? Are you sticking through your plan? We're here to help you learn, to help you experience, and to help you do, help you change your life by starting a business. I want you to go to the Cat Builder Network Facebook page, like the page, but also post something about what you've achieved this year. Anybody that goes out and does it during this call, I have a special, special gift for. So go to my Facebook page, either Cat Builder Network or my own personal page, and leave me a message. Tonight, great show. We're going to be talking about getting your startup business funded. People are coming to me every day trying to take their ideas making them a reality, but they need funding. We're going to talk tonight to Vonda Eccles. She's a loan officer from Access to Capital for Entrepreneurs and just has not only her experience there, but she has a lot of background and experience helping small businesses achieve their goals and objectives. We're going to have a great conversation with her about how to prepare yourself for funding, you know, and what ACE has to offer in their business loan programs. And she's going to be giving you some general advice for entrepreneurs that are out there trying to Trying to get it. Trying to get it in. Now, last week's show, we had Kimberly Griffin here. If you ever want to know anything about the importance of getting your business certified, you need to go back and listen to this show. She talked about her story, how she got into this. But even more, she gave you the reasons why a small business needs to get certified. There's just a lot of opportunity out there. And you're missing it if you don't go through the process you get certified. It also helps you get your paperwork straight. A lot of what Vonda's going to talk about tonight is people come in and want to borrow money and their paperwork's not right. Well, if you got to go through the certification process, that'll help you get your paperwork right. So, once you go to capbuildertalk.com and look at the show, 713, the importance of small business certification, and listen to it. Take notes. There's a lot there. Now, Capbuilder Marketing. We're doing these live remotes. And once again, you know, ask me to come speak to your group. A lot of times people say, well, we can't afford you. You don't know how much I'm going to charge. Ask me to come speak church, your group, your organization. you got to hear this message. I've even developed a one-page business plan. It makes it so easy to get that idea out of your head. We're really trying to help you get strategies for getting the most out of 2015 and create a plan to change your life. Now, past events. This past weekend, we were at Ramon Tooth's Flipology 101 Boot Camp where everybody in the room was learning how to get into the real estate market. I was there doing interviews. I learned a lot. So if you ever see one of his camps come up again, you need to go to it. He even took him on a tour to go actually go look at houses to see what you're supposed to be looking for. It was an amazing two-day adventure for a lot of people that were there. 
you can go to the Survival Radio Network TV.us page to watch some of the interviews that I did with a lot of the people that were there, the presenters as well as the participants. Now, tomorrow night at the Urban League, you're going to see Vonda discuss getting your business funded. So if you listen to her tonight you want to learn more, you need to come out tomorrow night at the Urban League. You can go to ulgatl.org and register for that workshop. Free workshop. We want you to come out. Seats are filling up, but we want you to come out and learn what it takes to get funded. Now, every week I started adding a new segment to my show, and it's called the Cat Builder Moment. And tonight, I'm going to bring on somebody that you haven't heard in a while. You know, my partner in crime, Mr. Mohammed Zaire. Mohammed, how you doing this evening? I'm well, Mark. How are you? All right. I'm going to have to give you some applause and we ain't, we ain't heard from you in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it has so been a moment. So what's going on, man? It has been a moment. Yes. Well, brother, so, it's, you know, it's have... been an exciting moment. Go ahead. No, you go ahead, man. Let's hear what you got now, to say. It's, it's been an exciting, exciting moment, and I know that you asked me to, to kind of like join in on the cap building moment and kind of speak to you about some of the things that we're up to and some of the experiences that we've had that uh, would be good to share with with your audience. Um, as you, as your audience might remember, um, I'm Muhammad Zahir with your trusted advisors. We're basically a business and personal branding collective. Our areas of concentration are branding, of course, coaching, teaming, and training. Well, recently I had the opportunity to create a new team, and I've been creating teams around the city now in a lot of different ways and a lot of different groups, but a new team whose purpose was to basically set up success strategies around what we now call purpose-led marketing. What we discovered is that marketing follows branding, but branding follows purpose. (laughs) So you might ask yourself, what's that mean? Well, purpose-led marketing answers the question of why. Why does your business exist? And it helps you to identify not only your business, but also your customers. Well, its value is great. Purpose-led marketing is driven by what's now being known as emotional value. It's a big term in the, in, the, in the marketing world, emotional value. And it connects your brand with your audience. And building a purpose-led brand distinguishes you from all the other competition. It basically gives you the opportunity to identify the best marketing tactic to attract clients that are a great fit for your brand's personality. Now, you might say, wow, I've never heard of that before. Well, guess what? Lots and lots of companies are using it, and it's really, really powerful. For instance, for biz, from business to personal brands like Apple, uh, Nike, Harley-Davidson, uh, e- even, even leaders like Nelson Mandela and Dr. Martin Luther King, they all use purpose-led marketing principles, which basically contributed to their success as well as their financial success of their brand. And your clients right now um, are followers, your clients, your community, your followers, your prospects are, are all co-creators and an active part of what we call your brand and your culture. You know, quite often you've heard of businesses speak of um, creating a mission statement or creating a, a vision statement. Well, we like to say that purpose bridges the gap between vision and mission. So 
that's what I wanted to, to kind of put out to people because we had a large um, organization we did some consulting on, or consulting with, I should say. It's a national, international organization, and it was looking to rebrand. And we introduced this idea of purpose-led marketing, and they went crazy over it. And wow. it really made a difference in terms of how the organization saw itself, how the leaders saw themselves, and how the leaders now are positioning themselves in the community to make a difference. So if I were to say anything to our audience, I would say pay attention to understanding the purpose of your business. And that's an emotional purpose. Emotional purpose. So if they need help understanding that, how do they contact you? Uh, 678-698-6608. Give me a ring. I'll be there to answer your questions. All right, my man. Well, thanks for stopping through. You know, I always appreciate, appreciate you. And, uh, hey, man, I love you, brother. I love you. Thing. All right. Yeah. All right, man. Take it easy. <laughs> Thanks a lot now. All right. Bye. Now, that was Mohammed Zaire. You've heard him uh, quite a few times on my show, always talking about branding, always trying to get you to understand that without brand, people don't understand who you are. So that's why it's important. And tonight he talked about purpose branding. We're probably going to have to do a show on that because it's important that you understand that most people are coming to me talking about, I'm having trouble marketing my business. Well, you're having trouble because maybe you don't understand the purpose of why you're marketing the business. So this is Mark Parham, Cap Builder Talk. I'm going to go to break. And when I come back, I'm going to do the Cap Builder Minute, and then I'm going to set the stage for this discussion on getting your business funded with Ms. Eccles. Capital Talk, real talk, real people talk about real issues facing small business today. I'll be back in a moment. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. Back with Cap Builder Minute. This is where I talk to you about some things that I think you should be concerned about, or information, or knowledge that I want to impart upon you. And tonight, I'm going to talk about some of the mistakes for first-time entrepreneurs and how to avoid them. Mistake number one, failing to plan. You know, a lot of entrepreneurs still build it and they will come. This is not a movie. No matter what type of business you're running, to make it work, you're going to need more than a product or service. This requires that you go out there and develop a plan, and that's what I'm here to help you do. Okay, you have to know how to get to your clients. Also, failing to evaluate your co-founders. A lot of you have people that are going into business with you. But if they can't do their assigned tasks or they can't be trusted or they're just not cutting it, cut it quick. Assess your co-founder the same way you would evaluate any other potential employee. When you find a match, make sure to put them on a schedule. Okay, because you have to know that they can go the distance with you. Now, that leads us right into working with friends. Friends are just that, friends. Business and friendship don't mix it. At the level of respect is lacking. If anything goes wrong, it could create tension with your personal relationship. So, scout out talented people at networking events to add to your team. Don't always turn to your friends. Also, 
when you take your ego to the workplace, you can damage things. You know, you, you can't do the my way or the highway thing. The best way to do it is how can we all work together? As a founder, you are not the most important aspect of the company. The vision of the company is the most important aspect, and you have to work along with that vision to get things going. Now, this is a mistake that a lot of people make. They don't test the market. You know, you come up with an idea, but you don't test the market to see if your product is even viable, if people want it. You have to test test the product. Sometimes it can lead to months and years of wasted time and money. Test and get feedback from the market even before you start your business. And there are ways to do that. If you have questions about it, contact me. I can help you with it. Another mistake people try to make is they try to capture everyone. You know, I ask people, who are you marketing to? And they go, the whole world. You can't market to the whole world. You can't throw a net out there and capture everything. You know, it will not work. Okay, so refine your message. Do like Mohammed was talking about tonight. Figure out your brand. And then target certain niches. Okay. And then this is a, 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 an interesting one. Putting business credit or business expenses on personal credit cards. You have to separate the two. And one good reason why is because if you put your business expenses on your business credit card and you keep track of it, when you get that investor question about how much have you put into your business, you can just run the report. But a lot of times people don't realize that. All right. And the last thing I have to say is having delusions about how amazing your idea is. You know, no idea is going to change the whole world. Only hard work and strong execution will. So be humble in your presentations. Don't act as your idea is the only thing that's going to change the world, because it isn't. Your idea will work with other ideas that change the world. But if you go out there thinking that your idea is it, you're going to turn people off. There's only one desired outcome from here, and that's to the top. I hope I'll be seeing you there as you get your and achieve your success in the near future. So that was my cat build a minute for the night. I'm going to go back and do another break. I'm going to come in and I'm going to set the stage for this conversation with Ms. Eccles about funding your business. So this is Mark Parham. Cat Builder Talk. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. I'll be back in a moment. Welcome back to Cap Builder Talk with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. Hey, this is Mark Parham and I'm back. Cap Builder Talk. I want to set the stage for this conversation we're going to have tonight. You know, I found a great article out there about overcoming a no when seeking funding. You know, as a new entrepreneur, unless you're spending your own private fortune, you're going to have to spend some time fundraising to get capital to start your business. It's a difficult process, and it can be time-consuming, but it's necessary for the life of your business. So if you haven't been through the process before, the experience can be very difficult. You won't be familiar with the customs and conventions of fundraising. So when you encounter a no from an angel investor, a friend, or possible crowdfunder, it can be 
disheartening, but don't let it get the best of you. I want you to look at these few steps that you need to take to increase your chances of being reconsidered, okay? First one is be professional. You know, it's very important that you keep your behavior and actions as professional as possible. Don't get disrespectful. It's not disrespectful to follow up with a possible investor, even if they said no to you before, but if you hound them and, you know, just go after them, back and bother them. Understand that raising capital is a long-term goal. Anyone passionate about business ideas probably wants to start working on it as soon as possible. You, you want to get the money and go, but it's a long-term game. It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint, all right? So you're always looking for money. And a no can be part of the road to yes. Sometimes when people tell you no, they can tell you why, and you can fix it. So you, sometimes you want to hear no, so you can go back and fix it, so you can go back. But I also want you to contemplate all the options out there, crowdfunding, you know, loans, angel investors. Look at everything. Sometimes you might want to layer your funding. But you have to also review the right business model. And one thing you've got to keep working on is always improving your pitch. So with that said, I'm going to bring on Ms. Eccles. She's going to talk to us tonight about how to get your business funding. Ms. Vonda, welcome to the show. Hi, Mark. How are you? All right, how you doing? I'm going to give you some applause, too. I'm well, happy thank that you. you're here. <laughs> <All right. laughs> well, Ms. Bonda, you know, normally I start out the show with um, you doing an elevator pitch about the business. You can do it on Ace, um, what Ace offers, just kind of your 30-second spiel of, or 60 seconds about what Ace does. Then I want to get into a discussion about you, and then we're going to get back to how Ace can help people. So you have the floor. Well, hello there, audience. I just want to let you know that I am honored to be on the show and that I do appreciate Mark for inviting me here. Um, One of the things that I do like to say is that ACE is one of the organizations that focus on low to moderate income individuals who actually want to start a business, who want to grow a sustainable business. They also want to make sure that they have all of the resources in place so that if they're Anything that you need in reference to getting that business up and running and going and financed and um, technical assistance, they want to be the person that you call or the organization that you call. All right. So we're going to get into what they do a little bit later. And I have to acknowledge the fact that a number of years ago, between Ms. Vonda Eckle and Mr. Terrence Roth, they gave me my shot at business coaching <laughs> at an organization they were working for. I, I had to call them for six months straight. Before they even let me in the game. <laughs> but once they did, it's been a beautiful thing since then. And that's why I wanted you to talk about some of the things you do, because, Vonda, you've been helping businesses for quite a number of years. I uh, I ran into someone that you, you coached and helped, uh, the catering company. Um, What's his name? Warren? I can't remember the name. I was going to have their card out here, but it was just so great. It, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, you were so excited to run into me, tell me to tell you, hey, tell this mother, I said, hey, we still at it. Let's talk about <laughs> you and, and how you even got into helping businesses, uh, you know, prosper and grow. You know, we, well, we don't have to go back to your, your first lemonade stand, but uh, we, can, we, can, we can take it up from there. But go ahead. Well, I mean, I... I can say that my passion started when I actually started working at Morris Brown College, 
and I actually was the assistant to the director of economic development, and he actually introduced me to entrepreneurship. Um, at the time, I did not know that someone that was a co- was college bound or that was um, limited um, in, on with resources could actually own their own business. And once he introduced me to that that system, I kind of fell in love with it. And I've been dipping and dabbing in different areas, but I've always find myself coming back to entrepreneurship. Um, one of the things that I can say is that, and one of my testimony is that. I've tried my best to start my own businesses in the past, but wasn't really successful basically because I did not know what I know now, Um, thinking that if I see somebody or I see another organization or another person doing something, I feel like, you know, feeling like I could do it myself, but not having the education on the front end to actually guide me through the process of what I need in order for me to be able to move forward into um, starting a business. And one of the things that I do appreciate about business development is that it's the forefront of business ownership. You have to educate mm-hmm. yourself on the front end in order for you to be able to transition from an idea to a business. And there's other components that go along with that. And working in the in the, the business arena, you know, you learn each and everything. You, you I'm sorry, you learn each you, every day you learn something new and something different. Right. And right. you have to continuously educate yourself because things change. You know, every day is something different. It's something new. And when you're transitioning right. from one state to another state, you need to know how you, how to operate a business in that state because different wow. states, you know, their their um, ideology of business development or business ownership is totally different. And one of the things that I've um, – I learned from you in the past is that if you don't have a strong business plan, you can't tell your story the way you want to tell it. And even though you have right. those things in that business plan, you need to be able to explain what you're going uh-huh. to be doing. And and one of the things that you said in the um before I started to speak was, you know, be humble about it. Don't think that your product is right. better than everybody else. And it may be right. but you should have to humble yourself <laughs> right. in the process. Right. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely correct. I had a guy on last week, uh, Corey Moore, and he said, you may know how to make cookies, but you may not understand the cookie-making business, okay? So it's one of those things that people may know how to do something, but that doesn't mean they know how to do it in business. I think that's the thing that's so important about, you know, what you've been doing for the last, I don't know, long as I've known you, is really trying to open people's eyes to the seriousness Especially when they start talking about money, their money and other mm-hmm. people's money. You know, you know they want to borrow yeah. money to go into business, but you don't have a plan, and it's just it just makes it tough for everyone. And so and knowing been, what you know, you, you know, knowing the concept behind it, you know, giving that person some some um, what's the word I'm looking for? Giving them confidence that if I do loan this money to you, not only are you going to be able to pay me back, but you're going to use it in the right way. And you and go. you know when yeah. when, when you're looking for you're looking for funding with angel investors or crowd funders or um, any you know um, peer peer lending you know you have to give those individuals a really a good feeling that if I invest my money in your business you're going to take care of my money. So 
you know, right. business development is 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 a really good. It's it's good to have your own business, but just because you know the technical side of that business does not mean that you can actually operate a business in full extent. That's why we talk about education on the front end. Right. So when the average person, you know, a lot of people out there right now are want to start a business. Everybody wants to start a business, and they come to you. If you know, as we discussed plenty of times, kind of unprepared for what they're really walking into. So what is your, I mean, what is your take on that? How do they usually come? What are some of the mistakes that they make when they come in to discuss um, lending and loans and things like that? Well, um, from my from my side, I don't really get a chance to talk with most of the individuals that actually apply for loans with ACE from, um, from this perspective, from the loan office side because most of the time I'm contacting them after they have completed an application. And okay. some of them have an application in, but the business is not registered. Um, they don't know where wow. to register the business. They don't have a name for the business. Um, they don't really know how they plan on spending the money. Um, and, and it's different different um, things in that perspective. But once I talk with them and speak to them about, you know, what what are you looking for? How do you plan on utilizing these dollars? You know, how do you plan on on um, repaying this loan? You know, you have some individuals that that don't have that do not have that that are not employed, and they want us to loan money to them, and they don't understand that we have to show, we have to be confident enough that this money is going to be paid back to us. Not that we don't want to give it to give it to them or get them approved or work through the process to get them approved, but we have to explain to them that you know we have to make sure that we're not setting you up for failure. Right, right. So you're saying that people actually apply for loans and their businesses are not registered with the state. They don't have a business name. They just what fill out the application and say, "Give me some money." Yeah, I mean, I mean not a lot of them, not a lot, but we okay. do get individuals okay. that, you know, that will do that. And one of the business. things that I do recommend for anyone that's applying for a loan is to take the time to call the loan officer or if they have a business uh, a business center to go in and talk to someone about it before you actually go online, put in all the information, and then sometimes the information is entered in incorrectly and, you know, mm-hmm when we call to talk to you about what, you know, the things that you've actually entered into that system, then it's going to, it's going to be heartfelt because I don't like to say no to anybody, but I know that Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to give you something or, or fight for you to have something. And I know that deep down that you really don't understand the process. So I just ask Mm -hmm. that anybody that that's willing or that's looking to borrow money from ACE or anyone that, you know, Call a loan officer, talk with the loan officer, ask what are your criteria? What do I need to have? How do I need to be prepared for this? Because you don't want to go in, spend your money on the application fee, and then someone call you and tell you you're not qualified. Wow. So what are some of the things that, you know, before they even click on the apply for a loan button that they should be doing personally and get themselves ready to even think about funding? Well, one is they really need to first pull their credit score. Right. Um, to see if their credit score meets the requirements that the any organization or that ACE actually have. We do have a minimum credit score of five fifty. However, a five fifty credit score 
will not get you a will not allow you to apply for a fifty thousand dollar loan. So one of the things that we do ask, or when I'm talking with in, individuals, is that pull your credit score. You know, see where you are. If there's any delinquent accounts there, if there's any charge offs, if there are any um, collections, if there's any um, Chapter Sevens or Chapter Thirteens, or if you know that you are not the type of person that really pays your bills on time, then those are some of the things that you need to look for. You need to make sure that you that that um, you know what a business plan is supposed to look like or what is supposed to be in that business plan. You need to know how to put your projections together. You need to know that your business has to have to be registered with the Secretary of State, that you have to have a have to have a county license as well. You know, those are types of things that that you need to be preparing yourself for. And what we what I recommend is that if you're not really sure about what it what what it takes to to get a business started, look for um resources in your community. There's a lot of free information out there where, you know, if you're wanting to get prepared for a loan, you know, talk to somebody and ask them, what do I need before I actually go out and put myself out there and, and I'm really not prepared for it. You know, we have some individuals that apply for a loan, they'll get approved, but they're not ready for it because they, in, in their mind they're thinking, like, I'm just going to apply for it anyway. I'm, I'm not going to get it. But when they get it, then they don't know what to do with it. Wow. So I, I think wow. that you just need to educate yourself on the front end. And that's, that's where when you talk with a business consultant or get your business coach or talk to a business advisory. Um, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> And and, and get educated on the front end before you actually go into that because you need to know what those components are before you actually apply for a loan. Now, you, you mentioned something, and this is a big thing for people. When you use the word projection, define what you consider projections so people understand what that means. That, well, basically, it's just it's just giving us an, an um, financial um overview of what you plan on utilizing those dollars for and what are you planning on how do you plan on profiting each year. It it um it gives us a financial picture of what your business is about. Okay. So projections are this if I get the money, this is what I'm gonna do with it and this is what I plan on making with it. So these are what I project that I'm gonna make in the future. You know, how many apples I'm gonna sell or how many cars I'm gonna mm-hmm. wash or whatever it is. So you're kinda of giving a best yeah estimate of what's going to happen with your business. Correct. Because, you know, projections are what they are, projections. Great. All right. I mean, it's, uh, there's so many things here, and i got so many people that come to us, you know, unprepared. So I, I, I like the fact that you started out with credit, you know, because what can happen? They can check their credit. If things are wrong, they can work on fixing it before they go apply instead of trying to explain why it is the way it is. And yeah, and, and getting getting that knowledge on the front end too. You know, you have some individuals that actually will try to explain to you that this is not my credit, but it's on your credit report. So, mm. you know, you, wow. you, you really need to educate yourself on this. Find the ways of how to get all of that stuff cleaned off your credit. How to, you know, to get in and have taking budgeting classes so that you'll know you know how to budget your money, keeping your business and your personal um, finances financial separate. You can't do both in one. So just educating yourself—that's that is the key. That's the key component of business development. 
It really is. And that's what I, I really try to preach that a lot, but, you know, it, it only goes so far. So I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to do a short break. Then we're going to come back and talk about what ACE has to offer, some of the loan program and things like that. All right? Stick with me. Okay? Okay. okay. Be right back. Hey, this is Mark Parham. You listen to Cat Builder Talk. Tonight we're talking about getting your business funded with Vonda Eccles from Access to Capital for Entrepreneurs. We'll be back in a moment so we can finish this story about how you can find money to get your startup business funded. Hi, this is Mark Parham, your host of the Cat Builder Talk radio show, asking you to like us at Facebook at CatBuilderNetwork.com, LinkedIn at Marky e. Parham, and Twitter at Cat Builder Talk radio show. Join the network today. Let us help you start and grow your business. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back, and I have this evening with Vonda Eccles from Access to Capital for Entrepreneurs. Vonda, we were having a great discussion about happens when people come in incorrectly. But let's talk about now the products and services. Let's do a little history first of ACE, the Access to Capital for Entrepreneurs, so people know what it is and how it can help them. Okay. Well, um, let's talk about our mission. We provide right. community economic de- Can you hear me? Yes, I can. You're on. Oh, okay. We provide uh, community economic development to underserved people in our community, I mean, and communities, and we're a nonprofit organization that provides loans and business development resources to help its borrowers create and grow sustainable businesses. We actually work out of the metropolitan area and also in North Georgia. We have an office in Norcross and also in Cleveland. The loan products that we provide are business loans, we have business advisory services. We have um, a small business center. We also have a women's investment and successful entrepreneurs, which is our WISE program. We have green loans. We also loan, um, service loans for other organizations as well. One of the things that I do like to um, say uh, that I like to talk about with ACE is that we are a an organization that was developed by a female a woman um, entrepreneur, her name is Grace Fritz. The business was started, it's, it was started based on on her, need, her, her, her needs to wanting to help individuals who couldn't get a traditional loan or who had some difficulties with their credit. She wanted to make sure that, that, that we provided, we, I'm sorry, we provided financial support for those individuals that wanted to, to make that dream come true. We um we have serviced about 28 million and small we provided 28 million um, loans and and small business loans. We have helped about 600 business. We have 500 individuals that we serve through ACE Business Advisory wow. Service per year. Um, 52% of our women are borrowers, are women borrowers, and we also have 37% of minority borrowers as well. Um, we have created about 4,000 jobs. Is it, am, I, am I talking too much? No. Uh-uh. I didn't know all this. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> no. We have, we have about 63% of deployment in Atlanta. 
we um we have won numerous awards um in the micro in the small business arena we won we received their award in 2010 from CNN for um from them we also received an award for the National Innovation Award for Georgia Green Loans from Wells Fargo in 2011 um in 2004 we became U.S. Treasury Certified for Community Development Financial Institute. Um, and that's just to name a few. We um, basically want to let everybody know that, that in the community that we are here to help support those small businesses that cannot acquire a loan, a traditional loan from any banking institution. But we want to let them know that we are not competing with the banks. We just want it to, we just want to be a resource for them as well. You know, what's so interesting about what you said, and you asked where you're talking too much, and I said no, because what's the most important fact about everything that you said was that you're here to stay, okay? And exactly. you must be doing something right if you're getting these awards and accolades because the worst thing in the world is to go get money from an organization that can't help me grow. You have the business center, you have the you know, the wise, you know, women investing in successful entrepreneur, you have a lot of programs that let me know that if I get money from you, it doesn't just stop there, okay? And it, it seems and like right. you have all these programs, you know, and that's what's important. Yeah, I think the problem sometimes, you go to a bank and get money, okay, here you go, here's $50,000, see you, and I want that money every month but I'm not going to try to help you learn how to use it properly, but it seems like the difference in coming to an organization like yours, you have programs to help people learn how to do things the right way. And and, and, it's, and um, the technical assistance does, does not stop on the front end. You know, for those individuals that have received funding from us, we provide technical technical assistance to those individuals as well. Wow. And see, I think a lot of people, I, you know, I've been working with Ace for a while, and I didn't know all of what you just said. I mean, so it's very, because I want people to feel comfortable that when they go borrow, they're making a major decision in their lives, you know, okay? They're borrowing money to 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 work on a dream that they have. You know, that they're okay. already afraid, okay? And they're already, you know, scared, as they say. And they get this money and feeling comfortable that if they have a question or a need or a concern, they can turn back to you and get technical assistance. I, I think that's what gives your organization a strength. That's probably why you've been getting the awards. And, and Ms. Fricks, I, I'm sure that's when she started it, she started with that in mind. You know, she spoke at our last uh, Urban League event and just does a great job of telling her story and the mission of ACE, and, uh, you, know, I, you know, I came out to the uh, grand opening out to the, the center. How's that doing out there, out in Norcross? Oh, it's doing great. It's doing great. We just we just want wow. you all to know that this that the center is open to anyone who actually wants to get some supportive service or some technical assistance prior to, to um, applying for a loan or if you just, just need some technical assistance. That we we want you we welcome you all, and that's and that's that's the goal of Grace is that she just want everybody to know that we are here to support you from the beginning to the end. 
So you're saying that before, if I'm thinking about getting a loan, I can contact the business center and go out there and talk to them about some of the things that we talked about earlier in the show and get myself ready before I even apply? That's the way I can use that center? That's correct. Wow. Okay, man. That's, that's, that's great. See, I didn't know that, you know. And, you know, the only thing that I do, you know, y'all keep saying women investing in stuff with women, business in it, you know, can a brother get a break up to do, you know, can a, can a man come up in here and uh, get money, you know, because it just seems well, you like know, we, it's all focused in. You know, we get that yeah. question all the time. So we, so, so when, when someone asked me, when a male asked me that, I was like, yeah, you can get the services and you can meet a new woman. <laughs> But it just sounds so, um, I mean, so what you're offering is you're a nonprofit organization whose mission is to help people take their ideas and make them reality. And if they just come with you and follow the right steps, you said with a credit score of 550, they can get started. They can get started wow. with a small loan, yes. Wow. I mean, that's, now, uh, one of the that's things- something. One of the things that um I just just to um just give you a little recap of what what we have in house is that we have small business loans that are up to fifty thousand dollars. You can use those mm-hmm. funds for working capital or business assets. Um those the interest rates range from eight to ten percent. The the loans mm-hmm. are up to six years. And the the smallest mm-hmm. amount of loan you can get from us is five hundred dollars. That's the minimum amount. We also oh. do require collateral, but we have to we we accept collateral that um that what we call non traditional um collateral um automobiles property inventory equipment you know things like that and and if, and we try to make the process as easy as possible for you to qualify because if you're if you're gonna utilize the funds to actually purchase equipment, you can use that equipment for collateral as well. Wow. So, so we we kind of we we kind of roll the carpet out for our um for our clients because we want we want them to feel at home. We want them to feel that we do care. We want them to know that we are doing everything that we can to actually get them to the level that they want to be at, and we want to be their first chance. Wow, I mean that is really amazing. You know, like I said, I've been running around here for a number of years, but I had no idea you had all this going on. Um, you know, you know, tomorrow night you're gonna be at the Urban League talking about this all over again. So I hope you're ready. And then I get you two nights in a row. But, uh, <laughs> but people need to hear people need to hear this yeah. message. So, so I tell you, as we're coming down to the end of the show, um, I generally ask people to kind of give out, you know, two or three pearls of wisdom or entrepreneurs as they're embarking upon this journey, whether it be about lending or whatever that you want to pass out to the to the people in the audience? One thing I would say is do not be afraid to educate yourself when it comes to business development. Just like when you're in school, when they say when, when they say no question is a stupid question, please ask as many questions as possible because you need to know everything about business development. You need to know everything about how to get that business started. And and one of the things that I always want to I leave with everybody, if there are services out there for you, please take advantage of it. Wow. All right, Ms. Vonda. 
I thank you for taking the time this evening to come out and spend a little time with me and look forward to having you out tomorrow. Um, and I appreciate everything that Ace is doing. I'm ready to hear well, more. I'm ready to hear more tomorrow night. <laughs> so, well, uh, thank you for having me, and I really enjoyed myself. And I will right. see you tomorrow. All right. Okay. See you later. Talk to you later. Good evening. So now you, you've heard it. You know, I, I didn't even know everything. And I've been working with this organization for a number of years. They are really in the business of trying to help people understand how to get money. But you got to understand that in order to do it, you got to be right. You have to understand what you got to do to get out there and understand what it is to get money. You know, it's some of the things I talked about tonight about being professional. You know, understanding that capital raising is a long-term goal, you know, and no can be the part of the road to yes. And looking at all the options available to you, ACE and all these other organizations out there, I like what Vonda said about educate yourself, review your business model, you know, and really, really tell your story well. We, talk, we call that improving the pitch. 